The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is sponsored by Steeped Coffee. Steeped Coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag. You don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess. All you have to do is add hot water wherever you go. Each steep pack is individually sealed. It's nitrogen flush, so it stays fresh. And it's got this special full immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed, which means it's sealed together with no glue or no staples. So there's no weird stuff floating around in your coffee. Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable. And they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on steeped coffee packs at steepedcoffee.com that's s-t-e-e-p-e-d coffee.com asking your local retail stores to start carrying steeped or having your favorite roastery reach out and kind of get in touch if you're in santa cruz come on by any of the cat and cloud locations we have it there for you basically they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned pre-ground innovation so tell all your friends hope your dog barks at us again. what are we going to talk about uh, whatever. Let's talk about funny stuff. Let's just rip the market apart. What kind of funny stuff? Like what's what's happened in the market? Where do you where do you I keep mean, track we of can the talk market? About, we can talk about Square. Square's the first thing. Square. We almost went to it. Jokes on you guys. We didn't, and now we've saved some cash. All right. We really were very close to switching to Square. Mm, the user interface. Mm, the front facing card stuff for the guests. They put it out there. They got you sucked in. They love it so much. And here you are paying the fees. $24,000. Ouch. Now, I'm actually super bummed for everybody who does have <laughs> that issue. That is a very large number for cafes. Chris, the easiest way to pull that up, if you want to just look at it verbatim. All I had to do was type in square into Google and... The first thing that popped up was an article from Eater. Square's fee increases isn't great news for coffee shops or their customers. Square pricing change can negatively impact your favorite coffee shop. Both of those things are true. So starting November 1st for existing clients and immediately for new ones, Square will charge merchants 2.6% plus 10 cents for each tapped, dipped, and swiped credit card transaction instead of... The 2.75% it's been since 2011. Yeah. So they launched that sick new interface. So it it's feels pretty like. much basically the same rate plus a fixed charge of 10 cents on top of that. Yeah. And I mean, if I were like to be the strategic brains person, I'd be like exactly how we felt, right? You look at all of those awesome, those awesome displays, those square displays are sick, right? You got digital facing both ways, easy access, really pretty, really clean. Yeah. You get everybody just psyched on that. They all buy it. You get them used to it. You get them fully in, and then it's like, and now it's going to cost mean, you a lot. To their keep interface it. is the best. Yeah. It's like, the best. It's the best guest facing interface. It's the best and easiest to use from the barista point of view. Like, yep. you can learn to use Square in five minutes, you don't yeah. even have to learn to use it. Yeah, you just, you just jump on it. It is a button good. pusher. It's, yeah. it's as good, you can be as good as you can be based on how fast you can memorize something. It's about, yeah. It, like, it's, <laughs> you can be the best. If you're fast at memorizing, you can be one of the best register operating cashier concierge people of all time real fast. It's just really, it's really intuitive. Oh, here's some more news. This is an excerpt per coffee news site, Sprudge. Maybe yeah. you've heard oh, of yeah. them. As an example... On a $5 transaction for your favorite cappuccino, Square would take in 
14 cents in their old pricing model. Mm -hmm, In the mm -hmm. new model, they'll take in 23 cents, which is basically just under 67% increase. In fact, in order for a business to not see a rate increase, their credit card sales would have to average $66.67 per swipe. Which we're talking about like a like a, a fairly nice lunch for two is what we're talking about there instead of just your average latte. I mean, if you were you had a sixty six dollar average ticket, you'd be on another level. Yeah, you'd be actually you'd be more like on like a semi. Yeah, you're talking real nice steak du jour. You'd be one of those fancy Australian Quiche places Lorraine. that's going to go out of business in one year because y'all move <laughs> on so fast. You're all I'm over it. <laughs> See that fancy new place? Open and flip it. I went there for a year. Now it sucks because I want the new hot thing. That's why you got to keep the good goods. Yeah, man. It's tough out there to be a cafe owner in the world. And there's not a lot of great POSs. I've done Dude. The, I've done the search. Yeah. What they, do we, well, so what do we POSs. get charged? Like what, what, what's our rate? Are 3%. We about 3% flat rate. 3%. That's Revel. We've been revealed. We've been revealed. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's higher than the 27 which you know we were uh, looking into, and we're like, oh well, 0.3 percent less. Switch over to Square. You have to like figure out your gift cards. There's a lot of details. If you haven't switched over a POS system before, if you want to have, yeah, it's a pain because oftentimes every gift card that you have created that's out in the ethos then has to be somehow accounted for and switched over. And it's not just automatically switched over. You you literally have to create a new one. And then you just unlock the box of like, okay, who has those new ones and just connecting with all of them. So quick, quick little something. If you ever had to do this, I'm going to give you a heads up. What you can do is actually do an overlap where you say you have Revel and you're switching to Square or vice versa. You have Square, you're switching to Revel. What you're going to want to do is give a grace period, let all your guests know that you're switching over and you're going to need to have both, both accounts open for a short period of time. So say you switched over and you have two POSs. You're going to keep your square hidden underneath your counter. Yeah, like a back back register, like yep, the hidden gonna, register. Totally. And you're going to tell everybody, hey, you have one month to bring in your gift card to switch it over. We're going to switch it over. This isn't perfect, but this is something that you... And then you can at least access the old gift card and create a new one. You access the old one on your old machine. You create a new one on the new machine. And then it at least saves you the headache of figuring out how to do this because it is a pain. But this way it works and it's accurate and you get to keep all of the money that has already been spent after that month, I think you have to go to just a grace period and like give people, you know, the benefit of the doubt. But that's uh, that's one way to do it. Just in case you're wondering, there's a little quick problem solving for you because I have had to do this at another company. There you go. Was it from Coffee Shop Manager? Yeah, but we didn't do it this way. And I was like, that would have been so much easier if we would have just kept because what we had to do then is we you had went. to get a huge Excel sheet with thousands of gift cards and then figure out a bunch of other minutiae shenanigans. Yeah. Instead, we could have just like you Probably know been not pretty the best. loud. Kept coffee shop manager was so easy. We could have kept one under the counter and just every time somebody came with an old gift card, swiped it, copied it in person and just handed them back like a POSs are funny. I still can't believe that no one makes a smart POS that's just got a fucking microphone in it and it listens to the guests and just puts the order in for them. You come up to the counter. Hey, what can I get for you? They tell you you don't type shit. It puts it all in there. It's got the front-facing readout like the Square has. Right. So the customer can see it when they're done with their sentence real time. And it's like double latte, add what flavor right. with cream, sure on, accurate, with cream on the side. And yeah. it's like... You become an editor. 
tell me that my phone can't listen to me talking about memory cards and then put ads for memory cards on my Instagram and we can't develop a POS that just fucking listens to customers. Well, I mean... Maybe it's a permissions thing or something. Oh, I guess that's possible. Like but, the Privacy Act? Oh, yeah. Yeah, drive through I, mean, I don't know. So, the human still has to put it into the machine. This is a load. I think that I think that's the next level in POS. Like Maybe you, you still just get gave the, away an idea that somehow nobody had. You, you might have just come up with the sut cut. You get the... <laughs> <laughs> for pos because you we still are. get the guest ex, you know you get the guest experience you get to see sure. about you still get to I talk mean, you get to better a, guest experience. you get to talk to a human right and there's going to be less error Ooh, that could be the problem you could just start inputting all sorts of things you talk about you'd have to hit the record button it, that I seems so simple though you know it what does. i mean like technology is insane technology is insane maybe it's just there's not enough yes, money in coffee I shops to develop something like that not we should ask Kip Dynamite about me. that. But not as much as you think. Anybody super smart want to help us do that? But I still love We're just going to do it. How about we hire a stenographer who sits near the register and just types out people's orders into the POS <laughs> on behalf of the concierge? I can guarantee you it's a better job than sitting in uh, the court of law and doing that. <laughs> Way more fun. Dude, look at how your black socks just made marks on my walls. That's crazy. What? Holy crap. That's weird. They're bleeding. They're bleeding. Those aren't even new either. No. That's how sick I keep them, dude. Sure, Magic Eraser will how get that off. Do that? Hey, dog. I'm not worried about Your it. Your dog's looking to hump. <laughs> My dog. <laughs> <laughs> Look what? at this. He's never had a red rocket, but he's, his body knows what to do. I think the square thing is, is kind of a big deal. The square thing is a big deal. It's, it's actually a huge bummer. I mean, can you imagine if we had a hidden... $24,000 is like the That's would be the like the average fee give or take we've got silent Chuck here with us if you guys don't know he's from silent Hill. if we're outsourcing information you know that it's from silent Chuck right now look at me I'm uh, Jared's rub don't worry back. about it dude we'll, we'll fix it with a magic eraser later oh, you actually have a magic eraser yeah because I get uh, sock stuff on my wall sometimes oh so you know this isn't normal. You were like, you knew even knew to look. I wouldn't even notice. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I do my stretches. My yeah. wall, yeah. my wall stretches. Our, uh, we've got a nice, we've got a nice rally uh, in the world around the square thing in terms of specialty coffee. There's a lot of spreads put out the article. There's been a lot of, a lot of loudness about it, and I, I don't know if anything will happen. Um, I mean, people are probably gonna have to switch. switch. It makes you wonder, yeah, what the play is for Square. So, like, a lot of the times what they do, right, because Square isn't as much up front, but they get you at the fees, whereas other things cost more up front. So, yeah, I mean, Revel, you're around four grand. Not per terminal, though, right? Per terminal. Here's from... Here's per from, terminal, it's like two grand. Here's another another snippet so from yeah. Sprudge. Jill Killen of Cloud City Coffee shared on the Barista Guild of Washington State Facebook group screenshot of an email from Square saying that her fees were estimated to increase about $647 a month, which is about $8,000 a year. Yeah, scroll down to the very bottom. There's another one, too, um, about, hey, hey, you're accidentally biting me and it hurts, okay? Your doggy, I like you. You want to play? You're not doing play bites though. You're pl you're trying to bite like you're gonna get your chuggy toy. If you all listen to me right now, this is a chew toy, chew toy. Oh, gosh, it hurts so good. 
I'm forecasting that under the current product pricing model, we'll be at nineteen thousand four hundred dollars in fees by the end of the year. That's a pain. Dude. That's a lot of money. Can you imagine being surprised with oh BT? That was that was Maxwell Mooney. That was Mr. Narrative from Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. Not the R and B singer. No, the that other. guy was dope though. <laughs> Loving you. That's what he should have sang. He dude. had that one. I don't actually remember who Maxwell is. Dude, what he, he had that one. Oh, jeez. The song was like called Ascension or something dude. like that. It was in the 90s. And he it had, was like the first pillow talk. It just came out with him and like this like pseudo falsetto. Like, <laughs> it was dope. He had an afro. He was like looking so sick. Afros are way sicker than Dude, afros else. are the dopest. What if we could all have afros? I wish. Do you think we would be taken less or more seriously in this world i mean there's a, a there's a white dude who has a photo website and makes youtube videos and he has an afro because he's got naturally curly hair and right. i definitely take him less seriously i was gonna say post malone more or less serious when he had the long hair and the dreads and the cornrows i don't even know how i feel about post malone I don't I, either. I like i actually really enjoy his music and then I see him, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, just, this is rough business. It just doesn't even seem real, you know? It's, I'm like 60-year-old Post Malone when he's post-actually being Malone. It almost, <laughs> like, like, post, post Malone. <laughs> it almost feels like you go so far, and you just be you just become like a caricature of yourself. I mean, you've you seen Lil I mean? Wayne. Have you seen Lil Wayne, what he looks like now? Dude, he's fucked. Old Lil Wayne. It's not Old good. Wayne. It's not a good... It's a rough go. It's when not you get, a good look. When you got a lot of face tattoos and you get pretty hag and old and then like it catches up with you. Yeah, guys, don't go with the job stoppers, all right? Keep them mm, off the man, face and hands dude. for the most part. If you got to go hands, that's that's fair. Hands like, are all right. Hands is phase one, depending on what kind of career you want to get into. What if, you just, if you're going to do face, make face sure it's is the fake next facial next level. hair. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, get it behind your facial hair. Yeah. Make sure you can grow a solid beard mm -hmm. and get it on your face. Yep. Just like you can, oh my gosh, yeah. Gotta, or you gotta, if you can't grow a beard, get it on your head, under your hair. Man, could you imagine? Ooh, I don't want to feel like that. That'd be weird. No. I don't like it. I can picture the feeling of the needles and just like the healing. I don't like the healing. It's, it's a stinging feeling. Yeah, you I should don't, get a tattoo, Chris. I don't know what I would it's even time. get. There's nothing that I would get. You'd probably get Rodney Dangerfield getting, on your back. I thought about getting like a mom tattoo or something because mom oh, yeah, always classic. Mom always hooks it up. Put a heart uh, with a mom over your heart. S something, yeah. That's what a real pirate would do. You're yeah. not a pirate. What would a know. skater do though, dude? What's in the skater culture? Where does a tattoo go for a skater? I mean, skaters just go cliche wise. They, they just get oh. So there's the one that pops up on Instagram all the time. And it's three little photos, and they're all silhouettes of the first one is like a baby in the cradle, and it's just like this oval silhouette. Okay. The second one is a skateboard, just yep. like an oval silhouette. And then the third one is a tombstone, like an oval silhouette. That's and that's it. like like your lifeline. That's it. It's that's like it. born, skate, die. die. Mm. That, that one kind of pops up over and over again but i don't know you know what i mean it's like anything it, it's like cliche tattoos it's just like the one yeah it's the one skaters just have all kinds of tattoos depending on, I, don't, I don't even know what skateboarders are right now i mean you look at someone like nyjah who looks like like he's skating in street league wearing super short nike shorts full compression gear and a like a dry fit tank top he looks like 
uh, like he should be going into football training camp or That's something sick. like that. And he's like breaking the mold. You know, he's like that kind of dude. Right. And then there's this dude, Jamie Foy, who's like the Husky man's champion. So the dude weighs like 200 pounds. He's like a big boy. I guess there's uh and he's doing crazy stuff. Individuality like wide time. open right now. I was going to say, if you got Billie Eilish able to make something that she is, she, I don't even know what she's working with, but Dude, she's, it's, she's it, got her own look going too. Who's that? Billie Eilish. Have you looked at her? Billie Eilish. Isn't that her name? That's her name, right? Billie Eilish. Who's that? Uh, she puts on a vibe. That's for Billie sure. Billie Eilish. Oh wait, she's coming up my Google. She's we're confusing. Google, we're going Google heavy she's super on the confusing. podcast. She's like hardcore, but like oh. she's just putting on her vibes. Okay. She's definitely a, a current star, and people are like, okay. They're yeah. very confused by her. They either love her or they cannot stand her. I mean, she kind of just looks like every other girl. Wait. Fashion-wise, isn't she wearing like the like like she's going to the rave? Okay, so I see a few different things now. <laughs> yeah, so I, like, I see um, I see goth. Yeah, she's, style. she's picking up some like I see counterculture vibes. Like a Japanese streetwear. I see one that looks like a vampire. Yeah, she's got. Oh, that. I think I'm seeing the rave stuff now. Yeah, she's starting to like super baggy hoodie. I, yeah, so this one I'm seeing looks like. Um, Harley Quinn's prison there outfit uh-huh. from uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the one I happen to see the most. Gotcha. Like a vibe like that. Yeah. And then there's some where she just looks like a normal normal white girl. Yeah. That's I think that's what the thing is is like that's who she actually is. You're like, "Oh, you're totally just like a normal." And then you're putting on this other vibe. But that's whatever. I'm just thinking I about different like vibes. That. It's kind of tight when you people get to play can, the piece. People can kind of dress up in different ways and do their own thing. It's I think like you got to be Sia. Dude. You might feel different on a different day. Oh, for sure. You feel different on a different day. And you might want to rock something a little bit weird. I mean, today I'm feeling like I should be wearing a freaking cape, going out there and shredding the gnar. Yeah, you don't even have your tie-dye on today. It's a big break in character for you. I don't have anything today. I've only got blue shirt. I'm pretty boring except for the the Vigen Marias on my salts. Salks? Socks. My salty socks. I'm actually finally uh, loving skateboarding right now because, like, the industry goes through these weird little trends. Like, for a while it was only hip-hop. Then for a while it was literally fucking tight rocker pants that were leather and Ew. was that Lil Wayne's fault dude? it was because he's hip hop he wore that weird shit. no this is before that uh, and okay. people were wearing like leather jackets and like it looked it was like a sex pistols vibe or nice, something dude. like only. Ross from friends in and the then bathroom. people are like hair rock but now it's just like everything's out there <laughs> you can you, it's like a choose your own adventure book you can be you can be whoever you want but that's why i hated coffee when i first got into it too oh my god because dude. everyone was on the same tip and i was like what the fuck is wrong with you guys there was not a lot of individuality at the beginning but no. i thought that's what they thought maybe they were being as individual and there was less of them they were different than everybody uh-huh. else but then they all looked the same this is who we are yeah we yeah. all drink this hot wet bean do you know that i make the art artisan coffee i squeeze it into a portafilter and pump it out the bottom did you hear in your wall that it sounded like a water was, bubble yeah that was sick sounding. it's all boop, 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 i was like boop, dude we're gonna hear some music coming boop, from a boop, second boop, some, boop, boop. yeah it sounded like we're coming from uh black panther that song okay q a from the chuck chuck i'm gonna ask you a couple questions i'm gonna need you to answer me how much does it cost for a new pos system let's say you have square and you want to switch to Revel, what's your upfront cost to switch? Uh, let's say two terminals. 4000 bucks. 4K. Just yeah. for the, like, to switch terminals upfront. Like 250 a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, Not per terminal, that's all in. I wonder if Square is going to do a buyback thing or something. Like, if you can't handle this 
increase in rate will buy back your Can't terminals or credit you something. That would be kind of a classy move, right? What would you do if you had Square and this popped up? Like, if we were running Square right now, we're what busy. would we do? Ish. Right, you got to suck we, it up for a little bit. You can't just, just you move. can't just turn the corner right away. So we'd have to absorb the cost in the interim until we decided out which thing we're going to use. Pay for that, get that in, because you're looking at probably three months easy to make the swap and do it right. Yeah, I mean, here's the kicker with all that stuff. It's like every move you make tips a domino. Every that, move and then you make. make. <laughs> But dude, you push you push that domino from the top down. I know we've talked about power dynamics, but this is not quite the same. It's like, but every move you make shifts again. all these different like <laughs> freaking. <laughs> Say it again. Every time I take, I'll miss you. Every single day. Oh, I miss you, Biggie. Every move you make, <laughs> swing around in circles some more, Puff Daddy, and sing it with her. Oh, oh, oh! Is look, your toe moving? Look at that. Oh, oh my god. Chris has movement. Oh, hey, you guys that. don't know, but Chris had a second surgery. I'm not actually doing that though. I'm not actually trying to do Chris's that. Chris's brain isn't attached to his foot. Oh my god. <laughs> his foot's coming to life right now like oh. a freaking vampire. Okay. Chris got let's, his Let's some, recap my weekend. Yeah, because we didn't even go there. Let's recap my weekend. So Oh, it stop. Thank Ah, there no, we go. Do it again. Ah! Oh my God. <laughs> this is good. Holy this shit. This is good. I'm not doing that. Oh, Stop. Man. Stop. You Stop. guys can see it today, oh. but on Monday, ah. this podcast comes out. Chris's toes. Look at that. He got the poison sucked out. Now they're like, thank you. What's thank happening? You, thank you. Dude, thank you. I don't know what to do. I you don't know, know what to do. All you have to do is let your toes move. <gasps> I don't know what to do. They move on their own. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, oh, shit. That's so weird. It's just a spasm. So I had... I had surgery. It, we pick. talked about it a few a few episodes ago on Gary the Bunyan. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it Toe Palikio. That was like six six weeks ago. Yeah, was that that long ago? Yeah, dude. It's been mm-hmm. it's been it's like six or seven weeks now. So everything was going well. Everything looked great. I was in a splint. Then I was in a cast. Then I switched to the boot. Then I started walking around. As soon as I started walking around, like I did PT the second day. Something happened and my foot started getting really irritated and it got even more irritated and irritated to the point where I was like, I need to check this out. So that day we had our owner meeting last Thursday and I called the surgeon because I was like, it feels like it hurts a lot. It's really red and it just seems weird. And we talked on the phone and he was like, it honestly just sounds like normal part of recovery. So just write it out. And I was like, okay, cool. Went home that night and it was like, this doesn't feel right. So we called Dr. Yarme, which everybody in the room knows because we all have the same direct primary care doctor. DPT. Shout out to direct primary care. Yarme saw me after hours, took a look at it and was like, this is for sure infected. But if you would have described it the way you did over the phone, I might have not said anything. So he immediately started me on antibiotics. Yep. Took antibiotics that night. The next day, got up. It looked a little bit worse, and my ankle was really swelling. So then I called the on-call doctor, which my surgeon told me to do if it got weirder. Called the on-call doctor, who was the guy who did my Achilles surgery like eight years ago. Went into him, and he was just like, how come no one's giving no one's giving you a shot of this, that, and the other? So he sends me to 
urgent care with notes to get a shot of like recephrin or something, which mm. is in your ass and the thickest drug known to man. It's pen. It's a type of penicillin, and they have to mix it with like lidocaine. And it's still like Jenny was watching me with a shot, terrified because the nurse is like two hands leaning over my body, and it feels like Jello going Ew. into your ass. It's like the I'll most peak the meters for some Jello. Painful shot I've ever had. So I had that shot. Went back to see the on call the next day. He ordered blood work because you can assess how serious <laughs> any infection is. So I had three vials of blood drawn. I went back to yep. the lab. They drew my blood, sent that out for testing, had like mostly normal, slightly elevated in two areas, not indicating serious infection, but some kind of infection. So then I went back to the other doctor who checked it out, and this was on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. And he looked at it, and it was like they had this little pus bubble in the front where the scar was and i was like oh he's like don't pop it because we'll take it in and we'll get a culture of it yuck and i was like that sounds dope dude i love culture Mm -hmm. and he goes to pop it and it like squirts out at me all over the table but then it looks like a big zit oh yeah i mean it looks nastier than that but it's like that size you're just giving him a vibe and then all across the scar he just starts rubbing all over my foot and Pus and blood <laughs> and chunks just start coming out everywhere, and he's. How many going, people do you think are barfing in their car right he's now? He's like going to town, <laughs> and it's just one. like he he was like stripping up the scar, and these like white solid chunks were like, bah, 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 like <laughs> and like when we got done, my foot is covered in like runny blood, pus, liquid. It was the nastiest fucking shit I've ever seen, and I was like. I couldn't believe it. We were like, and I'm cured. I was I'm seriously just bedazzled. And he like he looked pretty surprised, and the nurse practitioner was in there like, wow, I didn't think that was going to happen. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so that happened, and then oh basically gosh. he's like, yeah, when I see that much pus, I want to get you back in the operating room, wash it out with antibiotic basically pump six liters of this antibiotic fluid six through it. liters six liters that's the size of like a that's big a gallon block Chevy. and a half that's a fucking that's a gallon and a half of fluid of antibiotic fluid in right like a into little, your foot in a mini pressure pressure washer and then they had to remove my hardware so that he told me this on wednesday and i went in thursday morning at nine o'clock we're gonna suck the poison out so my whole week has been just like me thinking that i'm gonna have sepsis Septic, go septic, or get an infection that transfers over into my bone. Right. Because once it gets out of like local and into bone, then it's like a whole thing. And then if it goes too far, you go septic, and then you've, you're, you know, you're in danger of all this, all this stuff. So it wants to latch onto the hardware usually. So that's why they remove that. Right. And then it's like. So it. my bone was totally healed. So it's no factor for the hardware to come out. Time but I had to hardware. have two surgeries in six weeks and only like 12 hours notice for one. And I'm like, cool. Less than 12 hours notice. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I guess. So I'm like a regular at the fucking. <laughs> operating room now oh man you got you're a regular at the central perk of <laughs> and i didn't want to go rooms. i didn't want to go out this time because the anesthesia makes i'm scared of anesthesia anyway and it makes you weird and this one was less anesthesia makes you weird 
it was a lot less time. So they did like a block behind my leg and some local. And I literally, until this moment, could not feel anything or move my toe. Can you feel it? And now it just jumped to life. Yeah, I can feel it now. Is that you wiggling? Wait. Are you wiggling or is it wiggling on its own right now when I look at that? That's me. Look at you go. Now I'm in control. When I got here today, Chris's toes weren't working, but now he's birthed himself a couple of baby toes. Now it feels literally like when you sit on your foot in the movies or fall asleep in the movies. Yeah, it's So it's coming to life right now. It's coming to life. That's weird. It just like... Just started dancing. You do some single leg jump rope and see if you can just shake the blood in, the blood in there. So now, as we're recording this, it's Friday. I go back in Tuesday. Mm-hmm. They will have the results from the culture to see if they need to switch the antibiotic I'm on to so something specific aliens. to that. Got and then order new blood work to make sure my markers are good and then we can call this thing done. But I've had more needles shots ivs blood drawings in the past seven days than i've probably ever had in my life more needles than hellraiser it's so gnarly and like the stress level that comes with just wondering because i'm on that hypochondriac train for sure and i mean like a post-surgical infection is serious yeah i was gonna say that's pretty so real it's not like i'm like oh what's up it's it's a real thing yeah and it can progress pretty bad pretty fast put some tussin on it so it's nuts dude it's like no matter how good your care is like you really have to be proactive with your medical stuff because you know your intuition is more powerful than anything yeah and it's worth it to go get whatever checked out at risk of being like an over-the-top patient (laughs) otp well i'm pretty hyped you know i was gonna say basically what you're saying is your toe works and that's a good start my toe works and your but no i feel like the good news is that your bone didn't have to get rebroke or anything that's the best news yeah so the bone was completely fused they just they just pull the hardware out right and the hardware is so tiny that the little holes in the bone from that will grow back right so really it's it's the cut that needs to is restarted healing basically the bone it's like almost the same track for the most part, as you were on. I'm kind of back to where I was. So probably what's going to happen on Tuesday is I'm going to go in. And as long as the cut looks good and it looks like the infection is gone. Right. Which it should. God, I hope be. Because other than that, I'll have some weird shit to deal with. My mom, lifetime nurse, says I'm doing all right. So mom. I trust mom more than anybody. Understandable. They could put me in a boot and I could just start walking in the boot again. Your mom's so. your first love. So I'll be, my mom, I love you, mom. I love you, mom. Mom came down for the surgery to be with me. What a lady, huh? It was pretty, it was pretty nice. I, I appreciate it. She loves hospitals, too, so she's real excited. She's like, and I need you now tonight. She's like, she's like vibing with all the other nurses in there. Her and Van Damme were like, they had like some good rapport. Chris had Van Damme as his nurse. Dude, the guy was the best. He's like so handsome, so ripped, French-Canadian <laughs> accent, and he was the... He was the man, dude. He was dude. a bounty once. Oh, dude. I would take that guy as a nurse any day, dude. <laughs> he was a straight-up boss. And then he does the cardiac program at Dominican. My mom was a cardiac nurse so for years. So they are just talking about stuff. He's, like, printing her out shit from the EKG monitors, tearing it off. He's like, here's a souvenir for you. Then <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, talking to me about sports. <laughs> he played semi-pro hockey. And, you there know, you he's, like, jacked. I don't know. It was pretty amazing. He it was, helps. He was pretty good. It yeah. helps to have somebody in there that you want to be around. It, d- d- whatever they're doing over there at Pamp in the at yeah. the center, the surgery center, they, they do have, good. They have a really good crew. Yeah, they keep it really light, and it's actually a really great service experience. Like, yeah. I don't know what they do with hiring, but I've been to hospitals all over the place, but everyone's hella friendly. 
they're just they really take care of you it, i i was really impressed maybe lee cockrell came out and just gave him some love i think they got some disney magic going on <laughs> you know do you believe in magic i think they definitely believe in magic you know, on monday when people watch this it'll have been the day i get home watch this listen to this watch for this. my first ever trip to new york city when do you leave the, the midnight tonight friday holy crap and i'm back monday night holy crap it's gonna be a whirlwind tour okay dude do you I'm have caffeine pills to take on top of the coffee that you're gonna need to I stay i dude what i'm gonna take but i'm gonna figure it out <sighs> i'm just gonna take it. i'm gonna find some local mushrooms dude, that's so balls. fast so you'll get there quick. at like three o'clock i think we get there we land at like six or seven in oh the right because of the time time change but yeah, something like that. And then so we, you'll have we can check into our Airbnb right away. So we'll go straight there, quick shower. And so then it'll be Saturday, 6 a.m. You'll yeah. you'll do things Saturday morning. Breakfast, coffee, walk the High Line, something or other, food, 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 food. I don't know what for sure. And then the next day we have a Broadway show. I forgot the name, but it won a Tony. Whew. I think we actually watch comedy Saturday night. I think we go to the Comedy Cellar or something like that. Is that oh, a place? That's, that's a place. tight. I think we go there. So it's comedy, the show. It might be the show and comedy though on Sunday night. I can't remember, but whatever. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna see some coffee. I don't. I don't know for sure which ones will go to because there's a lot of them. It kind of is really gonna depend on what so I'm many. feeling in the moment and like what neighborhood you're in because they're so spread out. Yeah, and at the same time, it's fairly easy to get anywhere. It seems like if you just jump, we're gonna get the card, so we'll just jump on the subway. Oh yeah, pretty much head subway's dope all the time. What? Um, and then Monday, what time do you come back? I think we fly out at like. Four or five in the afternoon. Okay, so you We're get a little bit of the like day Monday. Nine at night. Damn! It's basically what am I saying? I'm calling it two dinners, three breakfasts. <laughs> <laughs> that's where, that's what I'm staying for. Two How dinners, long were three breakfasts, five dinners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So I don't know. What to ex- everybody loves New York. Never been. I wrote it off as a place I wasn't um, gonna ever go because when I was raised in my small town, and actually at the times, apparently I just found out I listened to a podcast that. What, whatever you may or may not love about Giuliani or not, he was a big part of turning around the crime in that city and apparently helped clean up a lot of what I was when I was raised. You you go to New York and you most likely get mugged, which isn't 100% true, but I think it used to be oh, a lot I think worse it was, than it was way sketchier from everything I hear. Yeah. I mean, New York in the 80s was yeah. probably gnarly. So I that's, mean, it, that's, yeah, that's when we grew up, and that's that was what I basically was told my whole life is you go to New York, you're going to get murdered or robbed. Especially if you go on a subway and now it's like, that's not the case. Isn't that funny? Like, I feel like part of there's definitely truth to New York being more dangerous than it is now. But I wonder how much of that is just like small city folk talking the big city talk. Guaranteed. Because like my mom used to say the same things when we would go, when we first started being old enough to go to San Francisco on our own and do like our day trips to go skate or whatever. Sure. She was just like, you got to be so careful. I don't know if I want you guys out there. People it's, still say that about going to like coffee origin regions because they heard about that one time. My grandma's the worst. She's oh, amazing. Like you're gonna get every uh, time I call kidnapped something for sure. Terrible's happening. Oh yeah, uh, it is just the most amazing thing ever. I oh. wish I could record a video more often what she says because it's almost always the same. Well, on but your you, birthday, remember we had her on the phone on speakerphone <laughs> yeah, in the so car. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. That's like every talk is about how oh, the whole world's going to shit immediately. <laughs> weather's too hot. Weather's too cold. Grandpa's gonna die because it's tired. I can barely walk. <laughs> I'm like, okay, man. Yeah. What did you say? You were like, "How's it going?" She's like, "Oh, it's it's not going good." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that was like the lead off. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, That's oh, boy. That's the joke in our parents, since, or amongst all of us in the family, since I was like a kid, is that she's always like, oh, it's not going good. And we're like, oh, it's not going good? And everything's actually fine. I feel like old people love to say it's not going good. <laughs> no. it's Who like taught a, them to say that? It's like a thing. I don't know. It's probably like some Great Depression leftover thing or it something like is. that. They're like, I don't know. It's not going good. Every year they send these hag watches that they win at the casino. Because <laughs> they go to the old casino. Old people love casinos. Dude, they really do. My grandparents get to go to the casino. for. This is how much money they've spent at the casino over the year. You can just insert some guests. But the guess is this. They can stay there for two nights for free, and they each get $250 free to play with. Something is not adding up. That's just like if they don't spend anything more than that, they could literally get a free trip to the casinos. Uh, yeah, because you know people are just throwing in money after it's that. It's unbelievable. My grandma's always like, yeah, they took out the penny slot, and it's not winning the same, and I know it's different. <laughs> I used to be able to do two. I used to be able to win this much on it, and I never win. Dude. I know they changed it. And I'm like, oh, come on. They all, Oh, my grandma would come back rolling. They would do, like, the cruise ships with the gambling oh, on yeah, them. Oh, yeah, dude. And, like, she'd come back super stoked. Just hyped. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. She was – I don't know why, but apparently she always won money. She, I, No clue. Dude, my grandpa's extra funny. He's got all these say- <laughs> sayings because they're, you know, they're like Native Indi- uh, American casinos. A lot of most people call them Indian casinos. Native still. Native Indians. Yeah. <laughs> most people call them Indian <laughs> casinos Indian. still. <laughs> but no, but that's what, the, yeah, that's what you would call them back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that shit? I mean, most people still call them that. Cause oh, really? Uh, oh, I, I don't necessarily think it's the, the correct term, but I don't think that I hear the term Native American casinos as much as I probably should. But. My grandpa's always like, oh, man. He always is like, the Indians could have been nicer to us this time. Jesus. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all grandpa. Jeez <laughs> Louise. That's like a double down. I know. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, you're out of control. <laughs> all these old 50s sayings that are like still there. Pretty heavy. I know. I, I guess that that's at least something that none of us picked up. I think even my parents, they're like, way less than that comparatively but they still have it a little bit but now every time i hear it i'm like oh man this is this is rough i mean the language change is hard if you don't hear the change in effect so like for example our let's say people in our grandparents age yeah you've been calling a native american an indian your whole life sure you don't you're you're not taking in new information exactly a lot of them so there's no catalyst for change they don't even know anything's weird that's the weird you know what i mean like (laughs) i'm kind of late to social movements like that too because i don't watch or read the The news news? like at all yeah so sometimes i'll get hit with these things where i'm like oh i didn't even know that was a thing totally not because i don't care about it because i'm not like i'm actually busy doing shit that Totally. I want to do, you know? And oh, man. Stuff will come out so funny. It's like, I didn't even know that we weren't doing that anymore. Good to know. I don't care either way. Right. You know, I want to do what's right. I'm just trying to help. Whatever that means. <laughs> trying to be so right. I was actually just like reading books and editing videos, and I didn't know that this thing happened. <laughs> I was just stuck I, here in my boot waiting I, for my toes to wiggle. I was just waiting for my toes <laughs> to come back alive. It's so weird when you can't feel part of your body. Oh, it's I can only imagine. Super weird. I can only the imagine. old club foot. <laughs> the old <laughs> club foot. I'm like resting it on stuff, and I don't even know. <laughs> 
the dog licks it and I can't Grandma's feel it ew, at all. Dude, it's like chomping on your toes. It's like you like don't even have one because your dog ate it. And it's all. Like, I'm all. Oh my foot's gone. It's like wake up. It's just squirting blood in your bread in your bed because <laughs> your cat's been chewing on your toenail. <laughs> I thought you were just cleaning it. What do you? We're we're setting up stuff with Richard Sandlin. Yeah, oh yeah, Richie Rich. We're going to do a podcast at the Crown. In the Bay. All three of us. We are. Tentatively scheduled for November 16th, so it's a little ways out. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I wonder what people would love for us to talk about. It'll be a place where you can come in, listen to a live podcast. We have a fun time. Really awesome facility they have over there, and then we'll do like a Q&A. So for maybe sure. 45 minutes of podcast and then Q&A. Yeah, that'd be fun. What's a hot topic? <laughs> hit us on somewhere. Yeah, hit us on the... On slide the, into the DMs. Slide into the Insta DMs. Slide. With the, uh, and say, for the live podcast. And for the live podcast. Girl Sam will say, this is what they said. This is... <laughs> we could probably put up a poll. Yeah, we should put up a poll. We could probably do that. That's actually like a really way more tech savvy way of doing that, right? Oh, wow. You're so on fire on Instagram. <laughs> Obviously, dude. I'm one of the best there. <laughs> Instagram. Oh, yeah. There's a section of you in the new video, which should come out as people are listening to this today. Your if new it's, video? If it's Monday, my new video. And it's Is got, it not the one where I did, said uh, whatever, Vulcan? Vulcan? Vulcan Swinger? Vulcan Swinger. <laughs> Check Instagram for that one. No, this one is where I sniped you doing Instagram live in the car when oh, Chuck good. and I were driving by. Yeah, dude. And then I uh, went to Abbott Square, and then I filmed a little bit of the Instagram live. Nice. So you can see both sides of the coin. Double whammy, dude. <laughs> I'm in. I asked some. I answered some questions from the people. Were you saying AMA? That's ask me anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I say half the time. Well, I don't know. All I remember is I you said you had moment. a random amount of time before you got a haircut. I did. I did. I had a, like 12 minutes. And if you don't ask me anything, I can't tell you anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask anything. You it's, don't get to or hear what you said, It's going to be really boring if you don't ask me anything because <laughs> it's an AMA. How funny would it have been if nobody asked me anything and I just stayed on for a full 12 minutes just staring? Like death stare? Yep. That'd be pretty tight. What was the most asked question? Uh, you know, it was super random, actually. It was all over the place. Um, Chris DeFerio asked a great question, and that was fun. What was the question? Uh, it was, what do you focus, like, what is one of the main things you focus on? Gosh. If only I remembered. The answer was essentially there was, like, making sure that we're viewing through the guest size first was, was the answer, and then also making sure and talking through how teams often get consumed with personal development behind the counter so much so that they're forgetting guests and they're only seeing mm. what's happening right in front of them and with each other and not like the big picture and that was essentially the answer and where to, it was like it had to do with refocusing and bits of advice so that was i think it had to do with that it's right up chris's alley yeah he's he's real good at that stuff I, there was like six or seven good questions keys to the shop podcast it's been a long chris's time, podcast do they save the live ones they don't save the live ones right they don't like save on your instagram i was like because i don't even remember uh you'd have to download them i'm not gonna do unless that. you made them a sticky maybe nah man <laughs> nah man nah man uh-uh i'm gonna save that so then i can ask the questions again you know oh yeah because <laughs> then it's like you know other people didn't not everybody's gonna see that on the day no and most people i don't think go into your into your whatever thing and be like oh look at all the saved stuff so that's that's where i'm at 
I'm going to tag myself in this thing. Daydream Surf Shop, though, shout out. Oh, yeah. When are you going? Actually, that's true. So today's Monday, and I just got back from New York. Man, I'm refreshed. It's been a great time. <laughs> and what's happening tomorrow is I'm going to go to I'm gonna go to sleep, and I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to have a great time with my bros. That's uh, Chris Charles and the ownership team. Maybe a little time with Tanner. And then in comes Ben Hameen this afternoon, and we're going to sleep, and we're going to wake up early on Wednesday, and we're going to head down to Daydream Surf Shop. To give the ultimate culture talk. Show up seven o'clock post Meridian in Newport Beach at the Dave Rooms office. We're gonna do stuff. I'm so mad. That's fine. That nothing, <laughs> we're always mad. That Me, nothing, you, we're pissed. I had such a good time with the cold brew alcohol podcast, and nothing that stupid has happened yet. You know, I, I mean, we could. So we I'm, could. I'm like waiting for something that dumb to happen again, because man, when stuff that dumb happens, it's really fun to talk about. It also, we were in a great zone that day. I think. I uh, no, it's been really crazy the past couple it's been weeks. A little crazy. Like I haven't really felt like the most efficient or best version of myself, especially with the recovery setback, recovery, recovery, re-recovery. Mm, I did talk about the dip in that. Uh, in oh. that um, little AMA. I said, I think I'm in a dip right now. Yeah. So I'm with you in the dip. We're dude. dipping. It's fine. I think, but I, I feel that this dip is in the, it's an appropriate place and to springboard to the post dip, post dip world, d- dodge dive where you can, if you dodge a ball, you can dodge a knife. <laughs> yeah. I think we're, we're going to the next, the dips like right before you're about to get really good. So yeah. that's a good, it's that's so a good great. question. Huh? Oh man. Jenny's here. Chris is sweet, babe. You weren't supposed to be home at two 30. You said, Oh, you're fired. She was worried about you. Chris. I just fired hey, my guess wife. What, Jenny, guess what? Gino, he's sleeping in his bed. Uh, Jenny, did you know that your husband's toes started wiggling uncontrollably? All by and itself. And now they can wiggle controllably. Mm. It was just like his feet twi- were incontinent. It was just twitching and weird. Oh, it's so gross. They were doing their thing. <sighs> I don't like health stuff, guys. <laughs> Nobody does. Um, <clears throat> Nobody loves health stuff, but you know what we need to do? I think it's almost, I think we need to script out some stuff that we think would be funny to talk about. I know. We've been well, behind the eight ball with this stuff. We've been behind the eight ball. I mean, you were in surgery yesterday, so <laughs> I fine. just had to, it couldn't, we couldn't Sorry like, get together. Sorry I didn't together. prep anything. Yeah, I was no, it's under like, the knife. He was under the knife. So it's like, here we are. Okay. We're doing our best. I'm putting in the work. Yeah, we have a lot of things uh, in the mix. Saying? It's been really hard to juggle all the stuff and give everything the the real attention it deserves. I know. I feel like we could literally get it. We could probably have four hours of legitimate meetings with our entire leadership group for probably two to three weeks. And then it, then I feel like we'd be able to launch off pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe. <laughs> that's life. Yeah, we can identify a, a few. I mean, we've talked about a few ways to make some communication improvements and like mm-hmm. get ball rolling on some things mm-hmm. pieces but then the other thing that we've been acknowledging too is is like for the size of our company and then for the size of our company we're arguably doing too many projects oh buddy because we have these big weird ridiculous dreams you know and it's hard to do that and i 100 percent believe that we're going to be successful in all of these projects. Yeah, we're still tacking up the whole time. But it's a big... We've bitten off a lot. Hey, we're chewing big bites here, and okay? A lot, it's like we we're took the pack of big league chew and mm-hmm. put the fucking whole mm-hmm. thing in our mm-hmm. mouth. And we're like, you know what? This is going to take all, more than 22 oh, chews to swallow. Oh, I was oh, expecting the minimum of 22 oh, chews. 
And you know what? I'm like a I'm like an eight to ten chewer out of a twenty two chew. I don't chew enough. Yeah, I got digestive problems. Okay, <laughs> I, I gotta chew, chew more. <laughs> West Side, I gotta Midtown. Chew more. You know, let's do something super chill. Let's open up a full on fourth restaurant location. Okay, seems fine. And if you know what, let's not even hire. Let's just open it. Okay, self serve. <laughs> it's basically a coffee salad bar. All you can eat smorgasbord. <laughs> are, oh wait, wait, wait! Are, are, is that a new idea right now? So yeah, man, coffee, coffee salad, salad bar. bar. So it's like um, don't steal it, idiots. It's like Boston Market. Yes, <laughs> salad bar mm-hmm. with an espresso machine mm-hmm. and the, what you're describing is an airport. I think. Nope, nope. I am describing a hometown buffet for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking scoops and pumps and spoons. Okay. If there was a legit salad bar, like if you had. Like a like Whole Foods style, yeah, like a New Leaf style salad bar with specialty coffee. I would love that, dude. Like, you know what? If I could get a nice paleo salady uh-huh. option, like lots of kale. What if we charge by weight in <laughs> terms of espresso, dude? That, oh, then those fools roll. I'd like a really long lungo, please. Like how? And then they're like, pull the shot through three times, and I'm all, you know what? You pull the shot through three times. We'll charge you by weight. Twenty six dollars shot. You gotta hear first. You get those like cheap motherfuckers being like, "I want two mils, two <laughs> milliliters. That's it. I just need a sip. I just need a taste. I love it. Daddy taste. needs a taste. I got a quarter to spend on coffee today. I I paid with coffee in uh, dollar coins today again. Respect, it was, dude. It's great. Sometimes you gotta pay with some I, Sacagawea dollar. Coins. I had seven dollar budget and I only spent four, so that was good, dude. You got three more bucks. Now I got three more bucks. This is in quarters though, so I'm I'm fucking balling out of control basically. Oh, you got some cool stuff coming your way. There's there's, there's nothing going. So if on. we had a smorgasbord of like instead of a cafe. All we'd have to do is have people standing behind there being like, good to see you, sir. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like refilling the hot plates. <laughs> we could have like the, the coffee and like gravy trays. <laughs> just scoop yourself a nice You just like ladle it up. <laughs> yeah. You're all dipping. Oh, mm. so oh. good, dude. Look at all these flavors of gravy you've got here. It's basically a sauce bar. It's like coffee that's fondue. Yeah, we call it saucies. Yeah, what <laughs> could you dip in that? We have donut dippers. It's like a yogurt land. Oh, man. Now oh, when you said donut dippers, like my favorite breakfast before school and high school, I go into the caf- cafeteria, get a cup of coffee. And um, those white powdered oh, yeah. donuts, like the mini donuts, yeah, oh. soak up all the coffee in like Jeez, a half a second. That's somehow. like the best like combo. You take a bite of the donut, you drink some coffee, uh, mixes in your mouth. <laughs> if Mother you dip it in there, dude, it dissolves in like a half a second. Yeah, you just it's lose the, the donut. Just made out of chemicals yeah, and weird nice stuff. Thickness on the bottom. Oh gosh, those were the days when I could eat whatever I wanted. Those were the days. Those were the days. Those were the days on the smorgasbord. Lived. I'm an old guy. We should probably wrap this up because we have another meeting starting right now. Yeah, he'll be here in a second. He got stuck in some aptus traffic. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, mock. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for listening Bird. to yeah. the Cat and Cloud yeah. podcast of champions. Hey, New York, it was great to see we're you. We're here for you. <laughs> see you at Daydream. See you at Daydream. Alrighty then. Bye. <laughs>all listen to me right now this is a chew toy chew toy gosh it hurts so good (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's not going good